One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hollywood ain't all glitz and glam. Sometimes the stuff that goes on behind the scenes is unexpected, weird, or just downright bonkers. I'm Tilly from What Culture, and these are 10 bizarre ways that famous actors got into character for movie roles. Number 10. Robert De Niro insisted on wearing the same silk undies that Capone did. The Untouchables. Robert De Niro is often thought to be one of the greats, and though in recent years he hasn't shown the same level of dedication as he once did, De Niro used to be renowned for his methodical approach to film roles. For Raging Bull, he piled on the muscle. For Taxi Driver, he spent weeks driving cabs. For The Untouchables, he wore the same silk underwear as Al Capone? Um... Yeah. De Niro appears in a minor role in The Untouchables, you'll remember, playing real-life crime boss Al Capone. He's great and terrifying in the part, which is something that can presumably be attributed to the fact that he insisted on wearing the same silk-styled underwear during shooting that Al Capone did back in the day. Obviously, said undies were never seen on screen, which means that this little embellishment was for De Niro's sake. It was all very comfortable, we're sure. Number 9. Nicolas Cage painted his face like Baron Samadhi and carried Egyptian relics. Ghost Rider. One of the least surprising sentences in the English language is, Nicolas Cage did some weird shit, because that's the essence of Nicolas Cage and everything he stands for. Still, even for the Cagemeister, the stuff he did in order to get into the character on the set of the Ghost Rider films is really, really strange, mostly because there's zero context involved. It's probably better if you hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Quote, I would paint my face with black and white makeup to look like an Afro-Caribbean icon called Baron Samadhi. He's a spirit of death but loves children. He's very lustful so he's a conflict in forces. End quote. Ghost Rider is a Marvel superhero film about a biker named Johnny Blaze. At no point in the narrative is there any suggestion or link made to the icon Baron Samadhi. Then there's the Egyptian relics, which are, for lack of a better word, entirely baffling in every way. Cage would apparently sew in ancient thousands of years old Egyptian relics in order to gather energies together and shock imagination into believing that was augmented in some way by them or in contact with ancient ghosts. Hell of a production to work on that must have been, huh? 8. Jamie Dornan actually stalked a woman. The Fall. Jamie Dornan is best known for his turn as Christian Grey, the boring billionaire whose surname makes up part of the movie title Fifty Shades of Grey. In that movie, Dornan researched all kinds of weird stuff in order to get inside the head of a borderline sociopath who lusts after a meek virgin. BDSM, sex dungeons, you know, that sort of thing. Which makes sense, of course, because that's what the film is about. Although one could certainly argue that Fifty Shades isn't about anything, but that's for another time. When he worked on TV's The Fall, though, Dornan opted for a different approach in order to 
really get into the mind of his character, serial killer Peter Spector. He stalked a woman. Quote, The first series I did do a couple of things to try and get inside. On the tube, which is our underground system, I like followed a woman off the train one day to see what it felt like to pursue someone like that. It felt kind of exciting, in a really sort of dirty way. I'm sort of not proud of myself. Number seven, Liam Neeson ate wolf flesh, the grey. The grey is essentially Liam Neeson versus wolves, the movie, which might just well be the greatest premise for a film that Hollywood has ever cooked up. And speaking of cooking things up, Liam Neeson admitted to having eaten wolf flesh in order to prepare for his role as depressed wolf killer John Otway. For no other reason than the director of Grey suggested that everyone in the cast should probably do it in order to really get into character. Of the experience, Neeson said, It was very gamey, but I'm Irish, so I'm used to odd stews. I can take it, just throw in a lot of carrots and onions in there and I'll call it dinner. So there's that. Still, it seems like a somewhat odd thing to do. After all, wolves aren't exactly known for their tasty flesh, and given that they're so close to dogs, people and animal rights groups were bound to get upset. Which they did. Peter asked for a boycott of the film and publicly condemned Neeson for his actions. Was it worth all the trouble? Number six. Daniel Radcliffe listened to the same Megadeth song every day before shooting. Horns. Horns, a horror movie based on the novel of the same name by author Joe Hill, went by relatively unnoticed. Starring Daniel Radcliffe as a young man who awakens one day to find that A, he has huge horns growing out of his bonce, and B, everyone he encounters therefore is condemned to tell him the truth. It's sort of a murder mystery flick that sees him attempting to find out who murdered his girlfriend. Though the movie was kind of underwhelming, the novel is far superior, Radcliffe was a great choice for the main character of Ig. According to Radcliffe, though, he had a pretty strange way of getting into the part each and every day. That's to say, before shooting, the former Harry Potter star would listen to the same Megadeth song, specifically the track Sweating Bullets, in an attempt to channel the appropriate angst. In case you don't know, Megadeth are a hardcore thrash metal band. Of the song, Radcliffe said, It's an insane song, and it sounds like a psychopath talking to himself. Which is fine, but listening to it every single day? Explains the mindset of a bloke who got naked on stage with a horse one time, though, I suppose. Number five. Halle Berry didn't shower for eight weeks. Jungle Fever. Halle Berry isn't a main character in Spike Lee's drama Jungle Fever. She plays a crack addict named Vivian, who appears now and again alongside Sam Jackson to remind audiences that 90s New York could be an awful place. Despite that, Berry, who you'll know from great movies like Catwoman, decided that in order to get into character as a crack-addicted person, she would abstain from showering for the entire eight weeks that it took to shoot the movie. So when Halle Berry doesn't shower, it's method acting, but when I don't shower, it's a depressive episode and people are worried about me and I need to go back to therapy. Okay. According to the actress, she did this not because she assumed all crack-addicted folk were incapable of cleanliness, but because she didn't know how else to prepare for the role. Maybe she should have just got addicted to crack instead. That would have ensured a truly authentic performance. And the end of her career, probably. Maybe not. Okay. Four. Rosamund Pike relentlessly stabbed a pig carcass. Gone Girl. If you've seen Gone Girl, you'll know that Rosamund Pike plays a character who isn't quite what she seems. Halfway through the movie, it turns out that Amy Dunn, the definitively cool wife of Ben Affleck, has framed him for murder because he's having an affair. In one of the film's most memorable scenes, Amy murders her former friend, Desi Collings, played by Neil Patrick Harris, using a box cutter. And in order to understand what doing that in real life might feel like, Pike just wandered into a butcher's shop and asked whether it would be alright for her to take a box cutter to a pig carcass. 
In her own words, I had no idea how much force you needed to slice someone's throat. I actually went to a butcher and asked them if they wouldn't mind me just using a box cutter on a pig carcass, just to understand what it would be like. They let me do it, so anyone buying meat that day would have seen me behind the counter with serious intent finding out the mechanics of doing that. Was that really necessary, Roz? Did you really need to go out of your way to locate a pig carcass so you could stab it repeatedly with a box cutter? Imagine just seeing that when you're doing your morning shot. Number three. Anne Hathaway ate only dried oatmeal paste. Les Miserables. Anne Hathaway won an Oscar for her turn as a miserable factory worker turned prostitute Fontaine in Tom Hooper's adaptation of beloved musical Les Miserables, a role she had to lose £25 in order to play. How did she do that, you find yourself wondering? And the answer, dearest viewer, is oatmeal paste. Not that those words really do anything to explain in any capacity what the hell oatmeal paste actually is or why Anne Hathaway resorted to eating it while she was filming. The weirdest thing of all is that the actress never clarified what this elusive food product was exactly, which is actually kind of infuriating. According to Hathaway, she ate this substance in both the build-up and during the filming of Les Miserables at a rate of two pieces a day. Surely there were better and more enjoyable ways to lose weight than not for this strange diet? You've got to give it to Hathaway though, this weight loss method seemed to at least be of the historically accurate kind. It probably made her feel more like a 19th century prostitute than any amount of research, costume design, or actual time travel ever could. Number two, Tom Cruise went undercover as a mailman. Collateral. Collateral is a movie in which Tom Cruise goes against type in order to play an icy hitman with greying hair named Vincent. There aren't many things an actor can do in order to really get into the mindset of a hitman, of course, except for, you know, killing somebody. Which is exactly what Tom Cruise opted to do in order to star in Michael Mann's movie. Nah, just kidding. Cruise actually did something equally as weird in prepping for his role as Vincent. He pretended to be a FedEx courier to see if he, the world's most famous film star, could blend in while trying to deliver a package. Which doesn't really have anything to do with being a hitman at all, but oh well, whatever, right? The goal was to be anonymous, which Cruz apparently achieved. He reportedly went into a coffee house, ordered a drink, and even chatted to a few people in the process, none of whom seemed to realise that the star of Mission Impossible was sitting opposite them. Personally, it just seems like Cruz wanted a day off doing something normal and saw this as a perfect opportunity to do so. We're on to you, Tom. We're bloody on to you. Number one. Shia LaBeouf pulled a tooth, cut his own cheek, and spent days watching horses die. Fury. You're probably well aware that Shia LaBeouf has gone full on nutcase these days. It seems like every time you hear about him, he's doing something mental on the set of his latest movie in order to prove his dedication to a role. On the life and death of Charlie Countryman, Shia dropped LSD so he could get into the right state of mind. On Nymphomaniac, he insisted on real sex. Making Lawless, he got into moonshine. But it was during the filming of Fury, that World War II tank film, that Shia really went to town and did a whole bunch of super crazy things in order to get into character. Things like joining the National Guard, pulling out his own tooth, cutting his own cheek with a knife, and for some reason spending days watching horses die, which all just sounds awfully traumatic. Shia is out to prove himself though, clearly. For his next movie, he'll probably cut off a finger or leap from a third story balcony, because that's Shia, folks. That's just Shia. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.